know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Season seven, episode three. Is it episode three? Yeah, After Mage, I guess it's called. After Mage? After, after Image. After, oh, there you go. After You've been playing too much D&D. Yeah, I just saw the Mage. <laughs> after Mage, After Image is the Is 100- After Image one word? It appears to be. Or did they stylize it that it way? It was in 1998. So in this case, Jadzia was the stimulus. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And Esri is the after image. Yes. Nicole DeBoer. And the worm is the vivid sensation. <laughs> you think she you thinks your... about her previous selves when she like masturbates? Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, don't you? <laughs> I love how that yeah. was just instantly yeah. like yeah. I mean, but I don't have like I don't have like previous reincarnations of myself. Yes, but you do think about your previous sexual conquests, though. Yes, that's true. So then she, but think she's got three hundred years of those. That's a that's a large spank bank. Yeah, as as a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's just kind of whatever mood she's in. Yeah, you think going and coming. Yeah, yeah. Can I remember that, that one? Hot. Like to to masturbate as a woman and remember the times that you had male genitalia. Well, you can vice versa. And vice versa, you can mess up if you're not careful. You grab the wrong thing. I imagine it's got to feel differently, right? Oh yeah. Is there such a thing as a wrong thing, Ben? No. Let's be honest. Well, it's it's grabbing in the wrong way. Mm, okay. There's there, there's some things that Not I like can grab China. that. <laughs> we um. He was well equipped. Yeah, it looked like a yeah. finger. It was weird looking. Just, don't don't Google that. <laughs> by the way, that is not safe for work. Maybe that's why Donald Trump says China. <laughs> talking about the wrestler. China. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Oh, you haven't seen this? Oh. You showed us a mermaid vagina last week, so why not? Yeah, it was really yes. weird. I picked the wrong week to be out. Just scroll back a little bit, Ben. It's in the chat. It was weird. Don't do it. I'll send it over to you right now. Don't do it. I'm no, telling no, you. No, 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 no. If, if you look at it, you'll get a phone call that says seven days. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm sending it to everybody, because like I have to see it, so I need to, to pass it on. So Otherwise, I'll turn into a mermaid vagina. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. It was weird. There were worse things to be. There it is. Talk chicken. But it was weird. It was pretty, pretty, pretty weird. Probably going to wait till I'm not on my work computer. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I would definitely use your other safe for work. Yes, not definitely. It's. I mean, to be fair though, it is. It does look legit. I will say that. 
after some further examination. Yeah, if you're looking at clinical pictures of vaginas, that should be fine at work, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I'm still, a doctor. Uh, it's fine. I'm, I'm learning <laughs> to get my doctorate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is um, this episode's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Uh, I don't want to say it's like a decompression episode after the kind of adventurous past three episodes we've had, but it still kind of ties into the story really well. Yeah. You know, this made me think of, uh, what was the episode name? Was it Family or Brother? I think it was Family. The, really? the episode right after uh, Best of Both yeah. Worlds where yeah. Picard goes back to the vineyard mm -hmm. and he fights with his brother. But it was basically the episode where, hey, Robert? bad yes. shit happened. Robert. I need to go home and kind of decompress with Robert and get my, my uh, grounding again. And so we had to have, you know, Worf, even though he dealt with, you know, Stovacor last week. Stovacor! Stovacor! Um, he still had to deal with the whole thing of, hey, there's somebody who has all your wife's memories, but it's not your wife. There's my dead wife. I will say for someone who is, granted, at the beginning of the episode, she's a junior counselor. She should be pretty fucking tapped into Worf's feelings. Like, his wife's dead, and you were walking around with the memories of her. You shouldn't just be so cavalier, like, hey, Worf, how's it going? Yeah. Like, she should try to do a better job of steering herself away from him. Like, well, see, even that was if she doesn't have the experience as a counselor, she has experience of, like, all of her past lives. And every time this has happened before. Yes. She's still a newbie, though. Like, she doesn't know how to process all those yes, feelings and emotions. But at some point, the junior counselor background of her should kind of kick in, and she should go, he's probably dealing with a lot of stuff right now. Either one of those things, either the past lives or the counselor training. I would say the Starfleet counselor training probably undid a lot of the instincts <laughs> that she had. <laughs> Tell me how you're feeling. We haven't really seen a good uh, portrayal of counseling in the future. I wonder if he uh, senses great emotion. Not from a counselor, let me say that. Yeah. From bartenders, well, yeah. yes. Absolutely. From holograms, clearly. I, Counselors, I, not so much. In defense of Counselor Troy, which I thought I would never say, um, she actually does pretty good counseling on Star Trek Picard. In my I haven't opinion. got that far. I haven't got that far. Yeah, yeah, but she's not a counselor at that point. Right, she's retired. Yeah. Once <laughs> she's retired, she's just like... She has unlearned what she has learned. <laughs> she went to bartending school. <laughs> <laughs> she's not uh, obligated to follow the star. I would love for season two of Star Trek Picard to be like a cocktail uh, takeoff where Picard <laughs> wants to become a bartender and he goes and learns from Troy. I need to learn well, to make or a Guinan. Guinan's Guinan's going to be in it, so. Guinan's coming back, so this, yes. yeah, this works, Dennis. They've already stole our idea, and you haven't even said it yet. God <laughs> oh, Guinan's coming back? So they're, yeah. gonna, they're still going to try to hit you with that nostalgia? Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what they got. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped watching it. I stopped watching it. Star Trek member? <laughs> <laughs> member Picard? <laughs> member Picard. <laughs> member Riker? Yeah, well, member he's right there. Nine? Remember Jordy? Oh, I heard Jordy's coming back. He's coming oh, back he's maybe next season. Yeah. That's yeah. the hot rumor. Star Trek member. Where the fuck is Worf, man? Isn't he like the high counselor or chancellor or some bullshit? I need to I see forget. that. Or is he the ambassador? 
what's going on with the Klingons at this point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, how does Worf go from being an outcast to like a, a bastard child of the House of Martog to the Klingon High Council? That's oh, the well. journey I need to see. Well, wait till this season of De- uh, Deep Space Nine is over and you will. Applause. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what we're dealing with. But I, I like I like Worf's reaction to her the first time that she tries to talk to him. Bitch, get out of my face. It reminds me of it that it reminds me of Mr. T saying, Get out of my face. I don't need nothing you got no more. <laughs> and he's talking to the worm. Yeah. Because the worm doesn't have Jadzia's body, so he doesn't need it anymore. Yeah, it's um get out of my face. It's definitely an interesting episode because she comes and she's like, oh, I want to be here. And then she helps out uh, Elam Garrick because he's having difficulties uh, with his claustrophobia, which is a callback from when they were in prison jail and Worf was a pit fighter. Yep. And he had to deal with his claustrophobia. So, so did I... Um, go ahead, Jane. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, she has like the most ham-fisted approach <laughs> to try to draw out <laughs> repressed memories. She basically just walked in and was like, so I hear you have claustrophobia. Do you have any repressed memories that you want to tell me about? <laughs> let me tell no? you, there's so many of them. Well, let me just unrepress them. Are yeah. you in a closet of some sort? No, me, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not me, Garrick. I'm straight. straight she comes in me. wearing a Bashir mask. Now will you tell me? <laughs> I mean, I do remember being upset because... My dad used to lock me in a closet, but that has nothing to do with my claustrophobia. <laughs> Not at all. No, that, when I was he, a young a young child in Egypt, uh, my parents were killed in a bombing, and I was trapped <laughs> under the rubble for a long time. But uh, I can't see how no, that would have. That's a different. To... That's a different person. Yeah. No, 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 no. But no, other than that, I can't think of anything. No, I mean, I did watch R. Kelly's trapped in the closet, and oh. I was pretty pretty traumatized by that. So. That was that a now somebody needs to edit that video to have Garrick in the closet <laughs> with R. Kelly. I'll get on that. I mean, forty-eight hour film festival. Trapped in the closet was the jam, though, dude. You get, I'm, I'm thinking Andrew Robinson's available. You think he trapped in the closet? No, I think he's available if we want to write that song. remake. He didn't write that song. Some girl trapped in his closet wrote that song. <laughs> so, some 13-year-old girl. Oh, my yeah. God. What is Garrick up to these days anyway? The person, the actor. Andrew Robinson? Andrew Robinson did a great job on the uh, documentary. What else has he been in? Has he ever been in there? I, don't, I think he's one of those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, character actors. You see? He was the bad guy in Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah, he was. Scorpio. In the original Dirty Harry? Hell right. yeah. God, you're old as shit if you're in the original. That movie was in 1971. Okay, but, okay, Odo was in the original MASH in 1971. And he's dead. So, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing he was in. He was in Barnaby Jones, The Streets of San Francisco, yep. yep. Jack, Dukes of Hazard, A-Team, The Next mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, The New Twilight Zone, Liberace. He played Liberace? Yeah, did wow. a great job, too. He okay. He was in the Rock Hudson movie. Did he play a lot of a lot of the gays? You've only mentioned two. <laughs> but I mean, Garrick. That's three. John F. Kennedy. He was Kennedy. <laughs> he was gay. So it's up in twi- the new Twilight Zone. Yep. 
That was a good episode. Of, that it's, it's basically uh, what happens if Kennedy lived. Ah, interesting. He was in Law and Order season three, episode ten. What has he done since nineteen ninety eight, though? Lived. It looks like he quit or involuntarily quit acting in two thousand five, but then came back in two thousand sixteen for an episode. The Metropolitan Opera HD Live. Yeah, he did. Maybe he's an opera singer. He did direct two episodes of Voyager. A lot of. <clears throat> a lot of the cast from the previous shows did. Hmm. I, I mean, I got to tell you, got no interest in that. No, he was the director of the Masters of Fine Arts program at USC. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. prestigious. And he's great. Is that like the uh, Academy's uh, thea- uh, theatrical department yeah, type yeah. thing? Yeah. That's he probably where they recruited that him. IRL. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also written a book, A Stitch in Time, which is a Deep Space Nine novel written by Andrew Robinson. The novel mm-hmm. originated from a biography of Garrick in the form of a diary, which was written by Robinson after he landed the reoccurring role. Didn't they release that as a movie last year with Oprah Winfrey in it? It's a you're thinking of Wrinkle in Time. That's a no. wrinkle. Different. Yeah. Close. close. You were close, though. You were. You were close. You were close. Good job there, Dennis. And then one moment in time is a Whitney Houston song. Yes. It's weird to think yeah. that she's dead. I was thinking about that the other day. Not, Prince, not if you think about one moment in time, it's weird. But if you think of her life after that song, then it's Prince, not that weird. Prince dead, Michael Jackson dead, Whitney Houston dead, yeah. um, George Michael dead. Like, like all the big, yeah. Well, you know, there's that uh, that meme going around Twitter, like the five uh bands you listen to in high school or whatever mm-hmm. pretty much all on mine they're all dead <laughs> kurt cobain dead. dead chris cornell dead lane staley dead tupac yeah. dead tupac yes but he died under different circumstances than kurt cobain lane staley and chris cornell yeah you know uh, what's his name uh, from Stone Devil Pilots? Dead. Yeah, that's right. He dead too. Scott Wayland. Dead, dead, dead. Hey, most of mine, let's see. I've got Madonna, Prince, Weird Al Yankovic, David Bowie. Yeah, yeah but see, you were in uh, high school in the uh, 80s. So yeah. cocaine, I'm, I'm about, cocaine's not as much of a killer as heroin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about 50-50 on my guys. Though, so. And then Bowie died of cancer, so that's different. Yeah, he's smoking 40 cigarettes a day. I be smoking. <laughs> I smoke it to the east, and I smoke it to the west, and I smoke it to the like get cancer in my chest. Oh, I'll be smoking. Oh. Inappropriate. <laughs> I didn't give him cancer. <clears throat> that yeah. joke did. That's not my fault. And so where are we here? Yeah, so like, well, let me ask you. I mean, it's only the third episode she's in. What are your early thoughts about Esri? It's, ben, Ben, we'll go to you first since you're here. Since we didn't get any takes from you yesterday, yeah, and, and I went, week. I went back and 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 watched uh, last episode as well, um, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I, it, it, I don't know. I'm such a big Jed Zia fan. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm having to fight the urge that I always fight like on Doctor Who when they change out the Doctor or James yep. Bond when they get a new James Bond 
it's just like, well, you know, you're not my Dax. I meant to say something about that last week, and I'm glad you brought it up because I think, you know, you'll understand. Dennis, you watch Doctor Who also, so, like, you understand, like, that first couple of episodes when somebody changes, it's like, it, like they're trying to do a, they're trying to go overboard on showing you who this person really is, but yeah. they're trying to find themselves at the same time. And I need fish fingers and custard. Yeah. At least Doctor <laughs> Who, they usually get it knocked out in like the first episode. We're now in the yeah. third episode with her and it's like. Well, it's technically only the second episode with her. That's true. Cause she shows okay, up yeah, at, the, yeah, at yeah. the last instant of the first episode. Yeah. So, and I did really like her in the second episode because she kept talking like, have you always been this nuts? Like when she was talking to, I don't remember yeah. you being this wacky. Um, so I did kind of dig some of that stuff. I feel like they tried to make her act too hard in this episode. Yes. Like they asked a lot of the actress to, you know, perform all these wide range of emotions. And it was just like, it was exhausting to watch. I can't imagine what was, how it was to actually perform it. And yeah. I feel like she's probably a good actor, but it came across as a little bit, like, a little bit ham. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was just, uh, just a little bit too much sometimes. She just looks so young. Yeah. Well, she, is she supposed to? And it was really creepy that, you know, like, Cork uh, was trying to get Bashir to have a bet like who would fuck her first it's like oh my god guys come on <laughs> at least like Jake 14 somewhat, like in the age range or something and then yeah. his dad is like cock blocking him i do i would like to see because i know later on things happen but i i think jake is the wild card i think jake jake will be fine i'm rooting he, for he's jake. into he's into older women anyways so I'm rooting for, what yeah. i'm saying is i'm rooting for jake yeah me too like, I mean, how does his dad feel? She may not that, be though? built the way that he's used to, but I think he can he can handle it. <laughs> uh, yeah, how would his dad feel about him fucking oh, you fucking old man? <laughs> his his mentor, his best friend, and now uh his, his, son, his son's his, uh, You don't think that Cisco and uh uh old man Dax ever like accidentally kissed? No. Accidentally. <laughs> if anything, he probably accidentally kissed Jadzia. And then accidentally did more. Yeah. I think that, they, they accidentally went to whorehouses together. Yeah. yeah. Probably I, I'm accidentally pretty sure. had an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> There's some Eiffel Tower and Eskimo brothers happening with uh, yeah. in, in those situations, and, I'm sure like you just like your hands just go wherever, you're not really focusing, and next thing you know <laughs> your your tongue's down, your friend's mouth. So there's a fan fiction site I, I'll send you a link to, Dennis, and you go ahead and write this up. And, uh... I'm sure it already exists. Yeah, but not your way, Dennis. Not no. your way. Yours was getting pretty hot, so. Yeah, I was, pretty, I was kind of aroused, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, yeah. I'm but, um, one out right now. <laughs> I'm just glad I have all these elastic gloves. Because I think in this episode, she cries a lot. Yes. There's lots of crying. Hot. A lot of emotion. Look, Dennis had to go away for a second. He had to purify himself by turning into children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm kinda, so I'm kind of torn on uh, Esri at this point. Like, I, I kind of want to like her still. Like, there's something that's kind of fun about her. And... She, I like the fact that she doesn't she kind of doesn't know what she's doing and she's like 
she's not trained to be a symbiote whatever thing she's really not trained to be kind of anything right she's only a junior counselor she's not really equipped emotionally to deal with having the symbiote inside of her so it's like she's just a fucking wreck yeah but that's what i like about her because i think i, I identify with that <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is the character anyways because like think about yourselves at 19 or 20. Well, she's she's an ensign, so she's at least, she's got to be at least like 23, 24. Is she, though? I would guess, right? Yeah, I would think so. How, how old was Wesley when he was, he was like yeah, 16 Wesley, or 17 when he was Yeah, but Wesley was in the academy. She's done with the academy. Yeah, she's like one or two years out of the academy, so she's six Early plus, 20s. 18 plus six. Isn't she like a junior lieutenant or something when we first meet her? Ensign. She's an People, ensign, okay. Twenty-four-year-olds still don't know shit. I mean, yeah, I was she, drunk the whole time, so I couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> she was born uh, December twentieth, nineteen seventy. So she's uh, like a, two weeks older than me. Yeah, but if you're saying that in this is the twenty-third century, she's like four hundred years old. No, I'm saying <laughs> the actress. She, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, what was this episode? When did it? Uh, we can probably find out her actual timeline if we really wanted to. I'm doing it now. <laughs> all right, all right. Hopefully it's a canon resource. Yeah. Wikipedia. Somebody, somebody on the internet will blow us up. Excuse me. So this episode came out in October 14th, 1998. Ezra so was, the, yeah, go ahead. She was born in 70, so the actress was just about to turn 28. She was Esri Tigan, T-I-G-A-N, was born 2354. Uh, she, enrolled, she enrolled in Starfleet Academy 2372. Two is years this, later. Yeah. Is this I'm, memory I'm, alpha? No, this is uh, Wikipedia. Um, here, I'll, I'll share a screen so you guys. So wait, so 2374 is when she got to DS9? I mean, she was 20 years old. Get out of here. She was born in '54. Well, well, she enrolled. She enrolled in the academy in 2372. In the medical program, and then she two spent, years later. Two years later, she was assigned as uh, to the destiny. You're my density. And yeah. then, how, did, how does she get out of the academy in two fucking years? Because she's real smart. She, I would hope that the USS Destiny had a shuttlecraft named the Destiny's Child. Or, or <laughs> yes, the same child, the Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce, yeah. The other two. <laughs> the Solange. Is there hey, the Kelly Sol Kelly Rowland's not bad. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Michelle Williams can sing back up. All right. So yeah, so so whatever year this episode takes place. Stephanie, here's an interesting question. Stephanie and I were talking about this yesterday. Because we were doing we were doing the it's gonna be May joke for Sophie, who's young and's never heard it. She didn't even really get it because she has no idea who any of these people are and it's gonna I, be may we were talking about in sync and the backstreet boys and my argument was the backstreet boys were more of a collective where in sync was just justin timberlake and a bunch of dudes so like the backstreet boys was a deaf posse and in sync was just a bunch of dudes if that makes sense do you follow my my trail yeah. of thought here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does that make sense but I wonder if you would feel that way if Justin Timberlake's career didn't take off as a solo artist. Justin Timberlake was always the star of that group, though. 
Yeah. So you think it was built around him? Basically, Whereas yes. the other one, they were like, well, these five guys can kind of sing and dance. Let's yeah, put let's, them together. Let's put them together. Where I always felt like with NSYNC, it was always Justin Timberlake's show. Like they could have called that band Justin Timberlake and NSYNC and nobody would have batted an eye. Yeah. But like the Backstreet Boys were really boys with a Z. Huh? So the Backstreet Boys, according to your theory, was put together like the boy band from The Simpsons, where they were trying to brainwash people to join the Navy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that birth date is not canon. Come on. <laughs> it's got to be. Ben has his, I'm checking to make sure that's canon phase too. Well, let's find out when she actually was born then, because she can't be any older than like 24. Well, see, we don't have that, that wasn't established in the canon source. So we don't know when she was born. So the, then how did they come up with this number? Here, hang on, let me- I don't know where Wikipedia got that from. It says StarTrek.com. Well, yes, oh, that's yeah. the reference on Memory Alpha too. Yeah, what I'm looking at, it says here, I'm looking at StarTrek.com and her year of birth is CA2354. Circa. Yeah. And so then she graduated. 53 through 55. Starfleet Academy Medical Program 7274, final year of training waived, it says. Yeah, so she, she 2375 is when. She was 21. She was at, yeah, so 21. Because um, it says 20, 2375. Circa, circa 21 years old. Yeah, it says 21, 2375 accepted position as station counselor on Deep Space Nine. Now, I got to tell you, um, a 21-year-old kid doesn't know shit about shit. I don't care if they have a 300-year-old worm living inside of their twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. StarTrek.com, uh, I do not accept as an acceptable source. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Are you going on record, Ben, and saying that? I, I do you? not. Uh, I have severe questions <laughs> at this time about the canonicity of any information that uh, has an original source being StarTrek.com. Jenny took her headphones off in disgust <laughs> i do not uh canon is on screen or it didn't happen if it can't be uh so you gotta so wait a minute so that means nobody's birth is canon except james t in the kelvin universe because we see him coming out of his mom's which was January 4th of 22. The best thing is Ben doesn't even know why you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that if it's on StarTrek.com, it's not good enough for Ben McCormick. It's not. Not with that piece of misinformation where they just, wow. will just rant. Here's the thing. If somebody says, see, if it's extrapolated from screen, that's fine. If we have an episode where Worf says, ah, yeah, it's my 35th birthday, and we know when that episode is, then we do the math and we know it can be this year or that year, depending on what month it was. Mm -hmm. But if, if they're just like, no, nah, no, nah, she's 21 and, you know, fuck four years at the Academy. She only had two. No, give, give me better than that. Especially when the actress is 28. But I mean, that's saying that a, a year on the Klingon homeworld is 365 days long. What if it's only 240? Or what if it's only 138? Or what if it's 6,000 days long? So then you got to take that into consideration too then, Benjamin. 
Do you yeah, like that? There's, there's a difference between Wait, on, your age and what your actual maturity, you know, physical maturity is based on alien races, you know? Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm just saying, if there's a <laughs> established that unless they designate, unless they come out and say it's it's Martian years or Pluto years or whatever. I do, I do kind of agree with Ben, though, on that Star Trek.com thing, because they have like a bogus uh, captain's log entry on there from the captain of the USS Destiny and the Starfleet response to Cisco asking for her to skip all of her remaining I training. I see it. I see it. It's, it's kind of bullshit they just put on there to... To I'm sure Rod yes. Roddenberry is just all for it, and he just yeah. strokes now, off. Now, Ben, if yeah. it was in the yeah. if it was in the show Bible, <laughs> would you accept that as a source, or does it absolutely have to be on screen? No, no. Okay, so if it's okay, so one of the things that we've been debating in a separate chat that I have, <laughs> you have a separate. Is, wait a minute, you're cheating on us with Star Trek with other people? Well, yeah, but my old Trek crew back from the Yorktown days. So it's okay. As long as it's not new people, like no, no, this no. is like this is like the podcast VFW that you go to. Exactly. To. No, this is the Starfleet VFW. <laughs> it's the outcasts of the Yorktown. <laughs> and so, um, one of the things that came up was that in the original script for we've always assumed that Kirk was turning fifty at the beginning of Star Trek Two. You know, you have that midlife crisis. I feel old. Jenny's oh, dying, by the way. She's <laughs> off mic, just laughing her ass off. The original script. and his friends sitting around in a VFW in their uniforms. Like their little hats on. Yeah, and like for no reason, they're just wearing all the kinds of medals hats. and patches yeah. on their drinking clothes. Romulan ale. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's just got a screwdriver because that's what old people drink. Yeah. I got my gin and tonic, but. Gin and um, tonic, yeah. The friend so, they call Bones. In the original, it's funny because I call my doctor sure. that, and he he took him forever to figure out why. Wait, I mean, your actual? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've called my actual doctor Bones for years. Um. So anyway, we <laughs> we get the. He whole, probably thought you were hitting on him. He's like, he, uh, he you want to fuck me? <laughs> until two thousand nine, when Star Trek, and he saw that the Jar Jar Abrams uh, Star Trek, and he's like, oh, it's a geek thing. Got it. Most but big, um, uh, prostate exams really. So, are we so, gonna fuck or what? Still, like, he's my urologist. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the original script for Star Trek Two, though, it was Kirk's forty ninth birthday when when Bones comes over with the Romulan L because it's the whole thing of his forty seventh. Actually, no, it wouldn't. So, with it being his forty ninth, oh now you're facing that next birthday is is 50 that's yeah the, you know, for guys 50 is a ugly number for some reason i'd be happy if i get there because shatner was actually what like 60 by then no this was 81 when it was filmed he was born in 33 <laughs> right 33 dude i saw him, him five or something i saw then. him yesterday like, on... you don't know exactly <laughs> to the second <laughs> I this have is Ben been covering. On. Oh no, I think to the second. <laughs> no, no. I saw him yesterday in, come up. in like a CPAP commercial, and he looks like a wax figurine. He doesn't even look like a real human being anymore, Shatner. Like he's just his he head is, for a while. His yeah. head is so big. He's got like a big old guy head <laughs> and like old guy fake hair, and like man, he just looks like shit. But he's still alive, which is awesome. That's the thing. He's beat. 
uh, Forrest Kelly, which, you know, he was one of the older members. He beat. It's uh, not a competition, Ben. He's uh, beat Spock. Well, the only two that are what there's only three left, right? Nichelle's got dementia. She's going to be going soon. Yeah. Uhura, uh, Sulu, and Chet. Chekhov. Chekhov's still alive? Yeah, Walter. I didn't know. That's right, because he's in all the fanfic. And he's he's bald. Yeah. But he's kind of young, right? As far as they go. Yeah, he he was the youngest one. Yes, he was the he was the Davy Jones of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ordered the book. I ordered the book from Amazon. Hopefully, I'll get it soon because I want to actually own it and not just check it out from the library. So oh, excited. what the fifty year? Yeah, I got part one, so I'm gonna reread it when it gets here. I'm really excited. Awesome. I'd like to see that in paper. Yeah, me too. I mean, my, but I'll own it as opposed to having to give it back. Mm-hmm. My my wife is like, "You're buying books that you've already read," and I was like, "Just shut up. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, woman." I'm to the point I'm putting in uh, f- like five bookshelves on that living room wall. Just like <laughs> can store the books now. I just want to point out like how impressed I am that after all these years, Ben, when he wants to make a point about something excessively pedantic about Star Trek, it's just like, just barrel through. We're just heckling him left yeah. and right. And he's just like, he's care. like a football player. He's yeah. a pro. Yeah. Yeah. He's Barry so he's, Sanders. You know, like the first couple of years. Jump cut, like, jump cut. Fuck off, guys. God, I'm not doing this podcast anymore. And you can see Benny was just kind of. Yeah. Just wanted to kill us. Yeah. He's but doing now, that for the percentage of listeners who tune in for his knowledge. But now it's just, he knows it's all love. And I respect Ben's Star Trek knowledge. It's yeah. pretty impressive. I, I, I heard some pretty mean things said about me on the show, on the episodes I wasn't on. In the oh, movie. bullshit. It's fine. It's, it's all fine. love. I'll liar. say the mean shit to your face, Benjamin. Exactly. I, I, made, I fucked up and I went back and I listened to some of uh, the, the early episodes and I was like, wow. You didn't listen to the We Hate Ben episode, did you? Because we don't feel, <laughs> don't feel that way. Anymore. I did. <laughs> like, that was, was a hurtful that was an episode we did and it was a mistake we shouldn't have we shouldn't have recorded it and posted it and promoted it it was sarcasm manny was the only one defending me i mean it was just doesn't anybody get sarcasm yeah it's you know it's not like we were telling people to inject bleach and drink lysol i've got some in a spray over here But yeah, no, um, yeah, definitely don't listen to part two of the We Hate Ben episode because <laughs> it gets nasty. That's when it, uh, you know. The gloves over- come off. I couldn't remember that. We phrase. may have committed a hate crime during that episode. <laughs> but that was before we, we knew. That was before you were Jewish. Now it's really a hate crime. Like really bad. I was Jewish since I've known you guys. Yeah, but you weren't so Jewish. You, you weren't as Jewy <laughs> as you are now. Now with the beard and the little hat, it's it's and the you know. and the canned gefilte fish and shit like that. The matzo all the time. I can't, I can't wait till you get the curls. Yeah, that's what I I'm holding out for the curls. The I am too. I game mean, on. Hey, Corona, <laughs> they're my Corona curls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you start dressing like an Orthodox, I'll be so happy. I guess by the time we get to Voyager, you never know. You might get that far. We're, we're going to be like halfway through Enterprise's fourth season. There, there's four I, seasons I, of Enterprise? There's four seasons of Enterprise, and oh, then I drop God. out because it's just like, I, I can't be part of this. It's too worldly. <laughs> um, How many seasons of Voyager are there? Seven. seven. Oh. All new <laughs> Jenny was just physically injured. By yeah. I, I really thought it was like five. 
Maybe seven at the most. That, that I could be five. I can make it a judge. I think it's actually more episodes than TNG. I know it's more than Deep Space Nine. Yeah, because TNG had the writer's strike the one year, so yeah. it's a short yeah. season. Season two. Uh, uh, why did I even ask that question? Like, why do I ask questions that I don't want to know the answer to? <laughs> but I will say, I mean, to be fair, Voyager sucks. <laughs> but when we review shit like TNG episodes that are bad, they were always really good. good but episode, see, yeah. that's the difference between TNG and Voyager from what I have seen so far, which isn't admittedly a lot of Voyager, but at least there are still some gems in TNG. Like I haven't seen a lot of Voyager episodes where there's I'm like, some wow, good that's Voyager a really good episodes. But there's not just, ones that you're like, oh wow, that's a really great episode. I think it's harder for us to be funny when the episode's really good. Because yeah, we agree. have the temptation of wanting to talk about it. So Dork Trek is going to be off the chain for the next uh, seven seasons. True. But the thing is that, like, when when it's TNG, like we had we had a good starting point. Like the material, even when it was a bad episode, like the characters were still good. It was a mm -hmm. it was a part of the franchise that we loved, and we we knew it was going to get better, and like we were just kind of having fun with it. When we get to Voyager, it's going to be more like. I don't know. I feel like we're going to be like bullying the show. No, it's, <laughs> it, it'll be we're close. Be bullying. It's going to be like <laughs> Vietnam. It's, but we'll get through it. I really think at some, some point. Some of us might not make it. At some point, we really should bring in the Wheel of Voyager. But on those episodes, the person that it lands on doesn't watch the episode. And the rest of us have to explain the episode to that person and see if they understand <laughs> I think it. So. Uh, and, for the, and for the record, um, TNG has 178 episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, Deep Space Nine has 176. Uh -huh. And Voyager comes in with a paltry 172. So there's four less, yes. which is cool. Because there's only 16 episodes of season one of Voyager. So that's nice. Oh. Okay. But are they doing that because uh, the, the first episode is a two-parter? I'm just telling you, this is just the numbers I got from Wikipedia, man. I didn't go any further than that. Okay. But yeah, so, but, the, but season one of Voyager only has 16 episodes. And you know what, man? I mean, we'll get through it. We'll, we, I, I, but the, I think the worst part about all this is like once we finish with Deep Space Nine, it's over. Like, that's it. Like, there's no films. There's nothing. It's yeah. just like, that's yeah. it. We're done. Right well, for it. now. You know, I, I think after we finish Deep Space Nine, that we should go do <clears throat> we should all watch the documentary. documentary. Yes, we should, and then start. Uh, okay, I like that. I think uh, I'm gonna put myself into quarantine, like podcast quarantine, for four years. <laughs> we'll miss you. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's Vietnam, and you're going to be a draft dodger. Wow. Because I'd I'd like to think that moving to Canada. I'd like to think that Manny left not because of us personally, but because of Deep Space Nine. Because I know he was a really big TNG fan, not so much Deep Space Nine. Maybe when we get to Voyager, we'll throw the offer back at him. Hey, we're done with Deep Space Nine. Would you, like, would you want to come back for Voyager? He'll say, oh, I'll wait until the seven and nine episodes. <laughs> and I think that's what most people will say. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, episode five, Maybe, okay, here's, here's a challenge to 
the listeners out there who have watched all of Voyager, curate a list of the must-watch episodes, and we'll just watch those. Mm. Yeah, we got to do it all, Dennis. <laughs> I know. Like, I re- I've seen Caretaker. That was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. then, the first few episodes, you know, some aren't bad. Dude, Phage is great. Yep. Yeah. Phage was really, really good. Um, those, uh, whatever they're called, the alien guys, the zombie it's things. Just, it's annoying that, you know, for the most part, everything just kind of resets after yeah. each incident that they have. It's like, well, all right, well. Pot- okay, so- you had the potential for so much conflict. Yeah. yeah. The whole first season should have been the Starfleet versus the uh, fucking people. That was an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Year of Hell was an episode. That should have been that entire season should have been yeah. Year of Hell. Because yeah. then you would have been questioning the whole season. Oh, my God. Is this really happening? Yeah. And then at the end, they could reset it, and you'd be like, oh. But see, here's the thing. is the Voyager being the way it is and Voyager um, having the problems that it had, Voyager with all the different things, it is the way it is, and that gave us – Deep Space Nine the way it is because the studio and the network was laser focused on uh, Voyager Voyager, and then when Deep Space Nine was like hey we're going to do like a, a 13 episode arc and kill some main characters and what now who this, you know, <laughs> what show is that like, well, I'm, wait you guys are still doing shit because there are no crossover potentials I mean everything and I was, I don't know if I was talking to you guys or if I just posted it just randomly into the Your air. other your secret other uh, your group chat. You know, my group chat, it's, it's hosted in Canada. You probably never heard of it. I'm so hurt. But, um, but so. Is that who you're texting? Like when you accidentally send us something, you're like, oh, wrong chat. Sometimes. That's who you're sending. Sorry, boo. <laughs> sometimes. Can't boo. We want those dick pics too, man. Well, they're up on my Dropbox. Those you guys got nerd, they're up nerd on my picks. Dropbox. <laughs> I, I put that link. It's on the reality of Muck and the About. Uh, about. <laughs> this is what I'm about, baby. It's, it's like a sale on dick pics. About it's like, lady. you know, I read that people about get offended. Seven inches. <laughs> people get offended when you get these, you know, you send them un, unasked for, whatever, unsolicited. That's it. But uh, so if I just put them on Dropbox, link there now you're going to them that's a good point i never thought about that you know and i have a warning you know i guess so it's, it's like, dick rolling you know people think they're going for other content but then they get your your penis it's, hey now it's like hey here's uh, my great great aunt millie's uh, pizza recipe dick <laughs> i gotcha looks delicious <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's the tomato sauce and mozzarella that really uh, sets it off but uh no but tng had like big studio involvement right because that was paramount's thing they were trying to come up with a network behind the scenes with a little syndicated network or whatever so they only answered to the the studio voyager answered to the studio and to the network enterprise answered to the studio and the network no show had had to deal with studio and network since the original series. Yeah, Deep Space Nine answered to no one. 
Deep Space Nine was like this little bastard middle child. It's like, you know what? Your little brother is driving me crazy right now. So if you could just go get a bowl of cereal and shut the fuck up, that would just really help me it's out. It's the right. latchkey kid of the uh, yeah. Star yeah, Trek it's, universe. It's the Gen X episode. It was like, show. like the middle, middle child or something. Like yeah. the first one gets yeah. all the attention. The baby gets all the attention. The middle child's like, do what the fuck I want. Left to your own devices. Yeah. And I mean, it worked, man. I mean, and here we are, you know, season seven, episode three. Um, Esri manages to figure out what's wrong with um, with our friend Garrick that he feels yep. a lot of guilt for you know having to have a because the information because he's decoding messages and he mm -hmm. has a lot of guilt to that because he knows because of his 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 ability his skill he's going to get a lot of Cardassians killed so he's got a lot of guilt about that. Was but, this something that was revealed at some point that he's now actively working for the Federation or for Starfleet? I think in this episode was where it really was oh, okay. just like blatant. He was yeah, before I mean, he just kind of tagged along whenever they like sometimes when they went out on a defiant or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, like I think now it's like official. Yeah. I think at some point later in the season, um, because I've mm -hmm. I've watched ahead, he's even got like a com badge on. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, he's you know, he, that, that's to keep an eye on him. He's bowdy bowdy. Not they, my they chipped him. Yeah, that's so they can track your going and coming. Yeah, yeah, but he's bowdy bowdy though. But like, she ends up helping him out, and everybody works it out. And you know, he says some really mean things to her, and she gets really upset. And then Worf says some really mean things to her, and then Worf tries to fight Julian too, which yeah. is an interesting yeah take on this because Julian is kind of hitting it off with. Um, Esri and Worf, you know, that, Worf that was, witnesses this from the promenade and loses his shit. Like, he, was, he would acknowledge her, but then he wants to fight somebody who talks to her. Yeah, that was some bullshit though that she said to is like, you know, if it hadn't been for Worf, it would have been you. Yeah, that was cold. Yeah. There was no need for that. Oh, fuck off. You yeah, that was Curzon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you know, and and then even at some point in the episode. She tells Cisco that, like, oh yeah, Worf's totally intimidated by you. Like, she's letting all the secrets out. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, lady? You got to keep Cisco's some of this stuff. giggle is a little disturbing. Yeah, but yes. it's really funny though. But I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how awesome Cisco is. He can scare a Klingon. Yeah. Well, it's a man called Hawk. There's not many humans that can do that. He's not even a Chadich. Yeah, I mean, Picard did it because he was a, a an astute gentleman. But Worf is a racist. He's just afraid of black people. <laughs> <laughs> he crosses to the other side of the uh, promenade whenever he sees Cisco. Where's my wallet? <laughs> kind of puts his hand up over. You his took eyeball. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to stop doing that. I apologize. <laughs> Checks his sash. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, everything's still there. <laughs> Only two of you guys are allowed in ops at one time. <laughs> Leave your book bag. Over no here. backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain. I, I mean, you know, Mr. Wolf, you really don't have to follow me around, Ops. That's my father talking. I apologize. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's a really great episode. I want. I agree. Is it? I don't know if I'd say it's really great. The uh, Wikipedia plot summary is. Two paragraphs, yeah, like six yeah, sentences. We've seen some that had one paragraph, so you know. But the thing is, though, the two paragraphs this this episode works for me because it gives her a purpose. 
Like mm -hmm. she's there for a reason now because it makes sense. Like we're going through a lot of stuff. There's a war happening. Like we could use a counselor, maybe not one who's 21 years old, who doesn't know her ass from a hole in the ground and who will talk to anyone about her own problems really. I mean, she could get, she could lose her license for telling uh, uh, homeboy her problems. Well, I, my problems are really tough too. Like that's inappropriate. That's not, you're not supposed to do that as a therapist. But, um, but I mean, it gives her purpose and it helps out uh, Garrick and I was, I was satisfied with this episode. I liked it. I kind of felt like as I was watching, I was like, well, this is the medicine we have to take to get on with the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Damn. Like, I get it. I understand why they did it and everything, but it was like. I think they could have worked this in as like a B story in a, in a bigger episode or something yeah. that had an, a stronger A story, that kind of thing. Um, honestly, the only thing that kept me going with this was the Garrick angle. I, mm -hmm. I really love Garrick and his character development in this episode. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you and get a lot of that. It was asshole. really cool. The thing, like, with the Garrick thing, like, it would have been better if there was a specific issue that his claustrophobia was affecting. Like, they needed him to do something to support yeah. the war effort, but his claustrophobia and his mental, you know, state was preventing him from focusing on his work. But this, this just kind of general, like, oh, we really need him going forward. It's not like we need him to do something now. That would have made it feel more urgent and like you know yeah and we got to have this breakthrough yeah before the end yeah. of the episode or yeah. all is otherwise over. we won't know where this sneak attack is coming from you know they jabbed him <laughs> oh my god I can't. <laughs> all right <laughs> well it's nice been on the show random strangers that i've never talked to before <laughs> It would be great if in the uh, the MCU, if Captain Steve America. Rogers <laughs> just starts calling him the Japs. <laughs> They're like, whoa, whoa, Cap. He's like, what? Dude, dude. what? Well, I mean, dude. think about him and his best friend Sam there up until two weeks ago. You know, it's like, mm. Yeah. Well, no, I think he was down with the brothers because he was a poor kid <laughs> in Brooklyn. <laughs> I think that was more racist than what I said. <laughs> I like that I got a spit take out of you, though. Almost, I was spit all over my computer. You, what you said was worse, Dan, <laughs> because you're assuming because he was born there were black people. What in the 30s and 40s? But still, that was awesome. Yeah. And they That's not lived, a stretch. They would have lived in separate neighborhoods. He would never would. That's how poor he was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's how good a guy Bucky was that he still hung out with him. Wow! So Bucky came across town. It's American history. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just. <laughs> well, I never saw anything like that. I know. Why can't it go back to the good old days? Yeah. Make America great again. We stole the land from the Indians and gave them pox-filled blankets. Yeah, that whole uh, smallpox <laughs> blankets thing, it's, it's been exaggerated over the years. Big news. I mean, I had chicken pox when I was a kid. That wasn't so bad. Right. I had scarlet fever when I was a kid. That was pretty fucking bad. Scarlet fever. 
So Nobody yeah. gets fucking scarlet fever in 1970s. Um, a friend of mine Hi. had it. A friend of mine had it. No, in- he meant when uh, G.I. Joe came out, he had scarlet fever because he was really into the character scarlet. Is that like Pac-Man nope. fever? <laughs> Lady, Lady E.J., actually. I, 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 I used to try to dress like Flint and uh, all about some Lady J. With a beret? Yeah. I had a, I had a beret. I had the camouflage pants. I, the, yeah. I was cosplaying before I knew what cosplay was. Top. I couldn't get the authentic uh, suspenders. I guess Lady J is more of a '80s woman. Mm-hmm. Scarlet's more of a classical. Mm. Uh, you know. It reminded me of Gone with the Wind, and I can't abide that kind of racism. <laughs> she never did share a scene with Roadblock. It's true. Racist. It is. <laughs> You're right. Now that I'm thinking about Lady J kind of makes me think of uh, Kira. Yeah, I can whole, see that. You know, th- I think they could have uh, been in the same uh, battalion together. So you're saying she's racist? Yeah. I'm saying Scarlet might be. Okay. Who, 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 who was Scarlet Kira dating? Was racist. Scarlet was dating Duke. Yeah, Mr. Blonde Hair, Blue Eyes. When I was a kid, Duke. We, I used to call him. I used to call they just him, called him Duke for short. <laughs> David Duke. They had to recanon that. <laughs> Name is Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> After good old Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah. Wasn't his, his last name like something like Hauer or Hauser? I believe his name was my butt. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, General Hawk's first name was Mike. Mike <laughs> His name was Steve Duke Mabut. <laughs> oh, his first name is Conrad. Conrad S. Hauser, born in St. Louis, Missouri. A Conrad's a, a strong name. He was a skilled polyglot, speaking fluent English, French, yeah. and German, <clears throat> as well as several German. South as well as several Southeast Asian languages. Hmm. They don't even get names. <laughs> Vietnamese? Probably. Yep, because he had uh, he attended U.S. Army Special Language School and had undergone Special Forces training and worked with South Vietnamese tribesmen. There you go. Yeah. Well, the French came in handy then. Yeah, so he was, yeah, that's probably why he learned it. And he was trying, he was hunting Charlie. The man in the well, that was a thing back in the yeah, '80s. GI Joe yeah. in the comics—they all had their flashbacks to Nam. Yeah. You know, that's where uh, Snake Eyes got uh, one of his best stories. Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, that's where Punisher was from—Vietnam. He was a vet. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it worked out great though. Then we have you know a convenient war for him to be a veteran of now. Yeah. Well, it's like that story. There's always a war, Ben. Yeah. There's always good. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, it's, it's like though when uh, they they did the British version uh, Sherlock with uh, Benedictine uh, cucumber patch. Um, you mean Khan? Yeah, Watson. Yeah. Watson's an Afghan. Watson was an army doctor who had just got back from uh, <laughs> Afghan, and that's the same as it was in the book. Was that he was an army surgeon who had just gotten back from Afghanistan. That's crazy. But um, we've been, in, we've been in Afghanistan for 125 years. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you give this episode, Jenny? We'll start with you. What do you say? Uh, I'm gonna give it a six. Six is good. And that's mostly for Garrick. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. seven. I'm gonna say seven. 
Benjamin? Seven. Seven. He says seven as well. What about you, Mr. Dennis? 5.5. Ooh, Dennis came in low. Even after I said six, I was like, that's a little strong. <laughs> you can you can you can change your vote. I mean yeah, it's not like it's comes to the dark like side, Jenny. Peer pressure and release your hate. I mean six is average. Yeah. You know, five point five is is average. Yeah. Yeah. On a nine point five. It's average. Like it we had like I would have rated it lower, but we had to do this. You know, like we had to have Esri go through this yeah. evolution to her mm-hmm. being clueless to her finding a purpose to be there on the station. Yes, so I'm fine with that, but I just thought the execution was they they asked too much of her to perform for somebody that we're not familiar with at all. And it was, I don't know. I hope Jake smashes it. Me too. That's rough. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope Jake smashes. His dad's going to keep cock blocking him though. Yeah, I mean, eventually, maybe they have to have that talk. Like, look, dad. Look. Back off, man. I'm trying to bang the old man. <laughs> um, I always wanted to bang a dude, but this is a girl, so it doesn't <laughs> count as being gay. It's all the same. It's wonderful. What would, when I think back, did Jake and Jadzia really have a relationship? Not uh, really. You know what? Uh, when I know when Cisco died, she was she and Kira, and I think Kira more so was the yeah, one. Yeah, but that never happened. But again, though, it, the you know that that energy <clears throat> is there. So because I, I wonder, I, like, how much because Curzon would have been around the whole time he was a kid, basically, like in and out, right? Uh, no, I think uh, no, I think a lot of their carrying on was their carrying on was before was before before Jennifer. Know, yes, before I want to say it was probably before Jennifer. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because he was only like what? Um, he was he like, was like six, sixteen. Was yeah. yeah. How old was he when when the Borg attack happened? Because that was like three years prior, wasn't yeah, it? So Four? he would have been a teenager, an early preteen, maybe. Well, he was a. Little, I mean, in that episode when we, they're rescuing yeah. the ship, he was like a little kid. Yeah. He's got to remember it's been seven years. I mean, he's got to be like what twenty-two probably by now, Jake. I don't know, probably 21. Let's look at StarTrek.com. 15 inches. All right, slow down. Yeah, he did grow like 10 feet tall. Ben's just yelling at everybody. Hey, save your aggro for your other Star Trek group, okay, Ben? Oh, no, they put up with it. For your real Star Trek friends. Oh, God, that 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 hurt so deep. That hurt. That hurt me when you My heart skipped a beat on that one. I was like, wow, Dennis, I can't believe you said it. But it's got to be said. (laughs) That's right, I said it. (laughs) <laughs> you were all thinking it it's all right so we got everybody's and i'm just gonna go on a limb and say next week's episode for me is like a 10 yeah. um so that was the baseball one the taking yeah. out to the hall of suite yeah i haven't seen that one before so it's fucking nice. fantastic they i i'll save it for next week but it's really good for, like in the description of the episode, uh, they say the title refers to the 1908 song "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I've never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, they got to they got to explain. Can, we, can you dig that? I know 1908. There's probably not any recordings of it, but could you find a maybe somebody has redone it or or has sung it since then? <laughs> I don't think so. I if just we can find a copy, that'd be good to have next week. Lost to time. 
That's Wait, they do. Holy shit. On the Wikipedia page, there is a 1908 recording of the song. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Actually, I want to go hear that. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Take me out to the ground. <laughs> we got to sing it in an old time. Uh, I know. It's perfect. You, you, you got that really Oh, good. it sounds pretty good, actually. Uh, is, it Harry, is it Harry Carey singing it? Well, he was, you know, he was a young man. He was 21, <laughs> oh, apparently, according to StarTrek.com. Yeah, did, uh, did they take out the racial slurs? In the, no. In the I know, but there, there are other verses. Uh-oh. Uh, that's always dangerous in 1908. Yeah, Katie Casey was ba- baseball mad. Let me see if there's any racial slurs in these lyrics. Doesn't look like it. No, looks fine. Well, in your opinion... <laughs> Uh, that whole thing about I don't crack- know what does Cracker Jack stand for. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Jap is that what he said? <laughs> Not in nineteen oh eight. People didn't know what they were. So, wait, what um, does this line mean? Every Sue, Katie Blue. Um, they say they give you a definition of Sue somewhere. I just saw it. Uh, oh, just, low coin, low denomination coin. Yeah, French coin. Okay, so she blew her money. Yeah, she's a hooker. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Come on, Abe Lincoln. Oh, George Washington. <laughs> She's blowing her money. Money was a guy. Eddie Money's dad. It's Eddie, Eddie Money's, Money's grandfather. <laughs> Freddie Money? Yes. Frederick Freddie. Money. <laughs> Frederick Irwin Money. I she would always tell him, take me home tonight. And he was like, all right. <laughs> So wait, now it was Frederick Money, and then his son was Ned Money, and then his grandson it was, was Edward. Edward Money. Yes. Got it. So, Ted Money. That's his son. That's Theodore. Eddie Money's son is Ted. Yes. Theodore Money. Theodore Money. <laughs> and then, that sounds and then, very respectable. Then he has another like, son. That would be a, a rival for Scrooge McDuck. But then Eddie Money has a bastard son named Young Money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Now, a, a trap funny. remix of Take Me Home Tonight. <laughs> Two tickets to paradise. <laughs> but yes. All right. So that's the episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. And next week is Take Me Out to the Hall of Sweet. It speaks to my middle America whiteness. It's everything. <laughs> that I'm wearing be- my Cubs jersey. Yeah, me too. I'm going to wear my Niners jersey. I'm, you're, I'll wear my Mets week. jersey, but it, it will not close anymore. Because <laughs> you're so swole? Yeah. <laughs> With treats? I've really been working out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And if you're going to go out in public, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Do us all a favor. Wear a mask. Even if you're listening to this, like... 10 years in the future. Put on a fucking mask. <laughs> yeah. I the yeah. New way of life. yeah. Do you guys used to make fun of the Japanese for wearing masks all the time? Maybe they were onto something. Maybe. Nope. Maybe. We used to sell them at conventions. I like the first thing that happened when this shit started. I was like, Haley, you got any more of the masks? <laughs> <laughs> she brought out a box of them. There you go. All right, everybody, stay safe. I don't understand. <laughs>